It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. At P-Link Leadership, we have one big goal, to accelerate positive change. It's all based on fusing the sciences of human nature with the discipline of leadership to transform the world at work, or as we call it, accelerating positive change in a big way. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, Chief Experience Officer and Co-Founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey of becoming the best version of yourself. So curiosity, let's talk about that this week. And let's talk about cultivating genuine curiosity, because curiosity is not just putting a question mark on the end of a judgmental sentence. So why do you think that? Not curious. When are you going over to your friend's house? Not curious. What have you been doing all day? Not curious. You're getting the picture, right? You can just imagine my face and my body language as I say those things. When we communicate, 55% of our message is body language. 38% is tone of voice and 7% are the words. So words are not enough to be curious. A question mark is not enough to be curious. We need to cultivate genuine curiosity. This is Alexis Robin with The Bright Side, and I'm excited to talk to you today about genuine curiosity. One, because curiosity is a value of mine. Two, because it has both gotten me into trouble uh, not being curious and saved me from a lot of trouble uh, being curious. And I want to share with you what to practice so that you can continue to lean into genuine curiosity. So when we are curious, we build trust. When we are curious, we avoid making assumptions that are not so generous and then finding out later that we were wrong. When we are curious, we learn more, which allows us more choices, which allows us more intelligence about a situation. When we are not curious, we are stuck with our own thinking. We are stuck in our own box and we often jump to conclusions and make assumptions that do not serve us, that do not serve the people we lead or the colleagues and clients we work with. So how do we get genuinely curious? And let me just say a little bit more about why it's important. I told you about this 58 or 55, 38, 7% of communication uh, right at the beginning. But when you think about that, that words are only 7% uh, and tone and body language are 93% of the message that you're sending, what that means is you cannot fake curiosity. You can't pretend to be curious. People will know it. We can feel that vibe. When somebody is pretending to be something that they're not, they're being inauthentic, humans can feel that from other humans. Uh, it is a, it's a natural instinct. If you've ever read the book Blink by Malcolm Gladwell, you will know a lot more about it. If you haven't, highly recommend it. But we really need to be genuinely curious so that our body language and our tone matches. Because if it doesn't, then we're not going to get the information that we need. So curiosity helps in sales. It helps in customer recovery. It helps in leadership when you're trying to get to the bottom of something that's not working. And um, it just really builds a ton of trust. One of the things that 
you can do to help yourself be more curious or genuinely curious is to use what I call scarcity to your advantage. When you cut somebody off, you never get a chance again to hear what they were going to say because they will always, whatever comes out of their mouth next will be influenced by what you interrupted with. When we ask a question, one of the things that when we're mentoring new coaches or when we're working with leaders and teaching them to coach their own teams that uh, people do wrong is they stack questions or they fill in the answer. So I ask you, you know, what is your biggest challenge at work? I mean, what gets in your way? You know, is it like too much work? Are you busy? What is that? Stacking those questions leads the person to answer. But if you just say, what is one of your biggest challenges at work? And you get quiet. It will be amazing what you find out. And then if you want to know more and you want to really find out, then you ask at the end when they pause, what else? And you wait again. It's incredible what you'll find out. And when we talk over people, when we stack questions, when we fill in the answer for them, when we cut them off mid-sentence, we lose the opportunity to hear what they were originally going to say. And that the scarcity of that, the loss of that opportunity that you cannot get back. Sure, some people remember and repeat something, but sometimes you really miss something special or important or insightful that if you just stayed quiet, you would have gotten. So using that scarcity can be helpful and teaching yourself to, to really seek what you don't know. Falling in love with this whole idea of curiosity and, um, and not knowing, like, I just don't know what they're going to say. I wonder what it is. I'm so darn curious. And instead of jumping to the conclusion, our, our brains are wired for speed, not accuracy. So our brains want to make up a story and we make up stories about things that happen often. I'm just going to, you know, I think I know exactly what's going on. I look over at you. I see you, you know, sighing and banging your keyboard. And I think, Oh, I know what's going on over there. They got another assignment from their boss and they're already feeling overwhelmed and it could have nothing to do with that. It could be that they just realized that they forgot their mom's birthday and she lives over in Germany and it's now midnight over there and they forgot to call and they're mad at themselves. It could have nothing to do with anything, right? But we like to make up a story. So we have to be aware of that and uh, fall in love with that curiosity and that, and the not knowing it's almost like being a detective. The other thing you can do to cultivate genuine curiosity is to create a practice of making generous assumptions. So we often jump to a negative assumption, a negative conclusion. That's normal. There's nothing wrong with you. We have a negativity bias. If you'd like to read more about that, check out Rick Hansen's book, the Buddha's brain and or Buddha's brain. And when we challenge ourselves to make generous assumptions, we actually are building the muscle to get curious. Huh? What is possible? What could have been going on there? You know, why were they late to work? Maybe they were sick. Maybe they were caring for, um, a kid that was sick. Maybe they thought they didn't have to be here till 10 and didn't know about the meeting because it never came through on their calendar. Maybe they were, um, working with somebody else that really needed help in that moment at work and just didn't have a chance to call. 
maybe they called and told somebody they'd be late and that person forgot to tell anyone else. So there's all kinds of ways that you can really challenge yourself to like open up, like what could be possible that is generous, not negative. And then question yourself. I love this question. What do I believe about this situation and how could I be wrong? That is a great question to ask. I am going to make up a story. I have a whole thing that I believe about this situation. Huh? How could I be wrong? Or what Renee, one of our other coaches says is, well, that's one theory. What's another one? I love that. So question yourself and then notice when you're holding tightly to a story. Sometimes it can be really hard to let go, especially if you know somebody really well. Oh, no, no, no. I know her well. I know exactly what happened. We've been working together for 10 years. But do you notice when you're hanging on really tightly to a story? See if you can't create a little wiggle room. Think of a different way. And then practice. There is just no better way than practicing curiosity. Sometimes when I notice that I have a little judgment and I need to have a conversation with somebody, I actually practice in the car or the shower and I I test my tone. And oftentimes the first few times it comes out as pretty judgmental. And sometimes I'll just say it super judgy just to get it out of my system. And then I challenge myself to change the tone. So what are your guys' plans this weekend? Or what's going on with this project? Hmm. It's kind of curious, but not really. Hey, help me understand where we are at with the project a little bit better, but I try to get into the tone that I want. And the reason is, is because my body feels differently when I finally hit that genuinely curious tone. And oftentimes I have to practice it a few times. And then when I can feel what it feels like to be genuinely curious, then that's when I can really let go of my story, lean in, and my 55% of body language, 38% of tone of voice, and 7% of words all align harmoniously for some genuine curiosity. This is Alexis Robin with The Bright Side. Thanks so much for tuning in. Super excited to have you listening and um, appreciate you coming back and listening to the shows week after week. You can find me on peelinkleadership.com as well as our amazing team. If you need support for your leaders at your organization, if your company could use a little bit of curiosity training or courageous conversations training, we have a fantastic body of leadership development work in our organization and incredible coach facilitators that are really doing things differently and getting more effective results. So uh, we invite you to reach out to us, ask any questions you have, set up a discovery call. Also check out our Peeling Plus, Peeling Leadership Community, super bomb community that has uh programs each month, live programs where you can work on a certain topic and, and connect with a coach and other leaders in the community. Uh, we also have a huge library of resources that can help you out with different situations and you can tap the other leaders in the community for their insights and what's going on. So it really gives you an advantage to peek around the corner. Leadership can be lonely. You don't have to go it alone. Check us out, peelinkleadership.com. This is Alexis Robin. Thanks for listening and have a great week. 